Hello, Over the Thread fam! I am so stoked to announce that our first ever t-shirt is up for pre-order right now on our shop. We got to collaborate with our longtime friend and part-time co-host Bailey Stanfield of Quiet Wave to bring this idea to life, and we're really, really excited about how it turned out. The design was inspired by an inside joke nickname that we give our podcast. Um, you guys, if you've listened before, you may have heard us say, oh my gosh, this is now a yawn cast. Um, basically because we have major struggles with um, yawning mid-recording. Um, and I know what you may be thinking, is your podcast really that boring where you yawn while you're recording? Um, actually, no. Um, some of you may or may not know that this podcast is being produced during those late nights um, after Mary and I clock out of our 9 to 5 jobs and we finish all of our freelance projects, which can be quite extensive. It's a labor of love and sometimes sleep is not something we get a lot of. We wanted this tea to be an ode to our listeners and friends who were slaying their 9 to 5 jobs and then working to the late hours of the morning on those side gigs. Yawning can sometimes be a necessary evil to get where you want to go in life. So here's to the go-getters, the dreamers, the creators, the builders, the risk-takers, and those who refuse to take no for an answer. Keep doing what you love. Y'all inspire us every single day. Right now, we have a sale going on, which is 20% off your order when you use our code O-T-T-L-O-V-E. So go to www.overthethread.com shop and snag that Yoncasty. Um, because they're probably going to sell out pretty soon. So I would do that before uh, November 30th, which is our last day of the sale. All right, uh, let's get back into the episode. Bye. Welcome to Over the Thread. I'm Mary. And I'm Taylor, and today we're talking with Bailey, and we're doing a cool little recap of a awesome conference we went to. Well, extended version. It's, We've got like a yeah it's like a continuation yes. of a little baby version. <laughs> we got a baby version. You earlier. heard it the first episode, but now the in-depth edition. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well planned. Well planned. And it's so, quiet. So, can I set the scene? Yes, you can set the scene. Not. Not the conference scene, the current, the current scene. Yes, the current oh, scene. Okay. <laughs> Currently. I feel like we need a photo of this. Current, yeah. This you can probably kind of check bad. our social medias and we'll have a photo of this. Yeah. Currently. Uh, yeah. uh, so in the first podcast, if you listen to the first podcast, you might have heard some audio issues. We were outside. We were we were facing the elements and our, our mics were picking each other up. So taking a picture currently. Hey. So we took... <laughs> We took the uh, advice that we learned from ourselves and we added in some some pillows. We have pillows as uh, like softeners or like room dampening. So hopefully you won't hear echoes from each other's po- each other's mic. So that's that's that. Somebody can set the mood of the conference if they want. But I think that we we're in a safe place. I think that we can repeat what we said from the other podcast just in more in depth. Yeah. So yeah, don't be don't be alarmed. If you hear something twice, I'm so yeah. don't, don't be triggered. Because there's so much, there's so much like to talk about. There's so much for sure. Um, in total, how many speakers did we see? I think twelve. Let me count up. Final count. I'm gonna get my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. No, 13? twelve. Twelve. 
Okay. And that's including the quote unquote keynote. The keynote was 13. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Yeah. Keynote was 13 with David Cancel. Okay. Gotcha. Which was interesting. Yeah, that, that was. We'll get to that. Oh, yes. We'll get to that. Always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So where do we want to start? Do we want to start from like doing it how chronologically? Or... Oh, good. Ooh, how... yes. Let's good. talk about, is travel too in-depth? No. Oh, no. No? No. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So on Friday night, yeah. Taylor and I took a red eye into New York City. Yes. Um, we have a friend who lives in Brooklyn. Yes. Uh, so we spent two days with her. Yes. Um, then we went out to Boston. Yep. Barely made last a flight. Night. But and, got here. And then we're here. So yeah. we got in last night. We had dinner at a place called the Beehive, which is pretty chill. Very nice. Yeah. It was it very was nice. Reggae, reggae Monday. Was, reggae, yeah, Monday. reggae reggae and Monday. We missed the one band. I know no. we heard like we the heard keyboards tune. Yeah, we, we heard them practicing. Yeah, yeah they practiced. Was sad, but um, kind of afterwards depressing. we ended up taking a stroll, more of like a, hot, a hike, hot hike, <laughs> a hot, hot hike, hike to mean, the, the waterfront. The hottest after like 9 p.m. I've ever experienced, I think. It was yeah. it was just like one of those nights where you go out and you're expecting like a nice breeze. Like it's hot, but like at least a breeze. Yeah. There so was literally nothing. no breeze. I think that Mary and I had it best because we knew, or no, no, no. We had it worse because we knew how hot it was. Taylor didn't know how hot yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know we how, hot, how it hot it was later. And you're like, oh my gosh. I just thought it was why. like in yeah. the 80s. Okay. I was like, eh, yeah. it's okay. It was like 95. I think at, at, towards the nighttime it was like 90. But Mary and I were like, this is torture. Yeah, and Taylor's like, no, it's. It's. I was like, yeah, it's whatever. hot, it's, it's whatever. but it's not but that bad. <laughs> we're just it was walking. fun though. It was a good, yeah, it was hearty walk to Copley Street. Yeah, never heard of her before. Oh yeah, and there were yeah. stairs leading to the water. Just exciting. walking through a curtain. It was pretty of to see it. It was pretty. It was very hot though. Yeah, yeah. very hot. Sticky. Sticky is the right word. We haven't mentioned. Yeah, it was. We reiterate. It was hot. <laughs> we reiterate. We just we just paint the picture for you. The entire East Coast, the entire continental U.S. has been toasty. Yes. Imagine swimming in something that doesn't feel like water but it feels like not like uncomfortably warm imagine going through the curtains at a play mm-hmm. but the curtains are heat. just consistently <laughs> just there too heat. and just laying on you it's kind of like you're going through f- like a layer of like thick know. fog it's like, like minus through the fog silly street no that's not <laughs> that's, Shaving cream. A room of shave. Oh, shaving oh, cream. I really didn't. Anyway, my traveling was, I came from Richmond to here. Although I was traveling a lot before that, but that's not, that's irrelevant. I was traveling for a while before and um, flew from Richmond to LaGuardia to Boston pretty effortlessly. Both flights, I was more than 30 minutes early, earlier than I was supposed to arrive, which I've never heard of. But oh, both were super impressive. mega early. So that was good. And yeah. then... Got to Boston at like two and waited for <laughs> Taylor and Mary until about five thirty. Yeah, and then our adventure started. Yeah, oh, we were on a journey just to get here too. Because yes. since it was Labor Day on Monday, yeah. um, when we flew in from New York, we we're going out of JFK, and what we didn't realize is that they ended up shutting down almost the entirety of, of the Brooklyn. residential area of Brooklyn, like entire Brooklyn. How do you get away with that uh, for, I don't for a uh, parade? There's so much. Well, and, I know for yeah, yeah, for a parade, but yeah, like I don't know. It was ridiculous. It was like so we crazy. had to, we were on a 
heavy jog trying to find some street that had moving cars on it oh was so bad um so we almost missed our flight multiple uber it was like multiple yeah it was yeah we uh, talked to this dude who like i swear to you did not speak english he said like two words in english basically like can't no and like car road blockage or something <laughs> and it was just like okay please just get us to the airport. and i was like well where can we meet you? Because, like, we can walk to you. And he was like, I can't. Uh, I'm going to stay here. And I was like, okay. Like, how do we get to you? Like, literally, we have to cross a bunch of streets. Like, can you just come over to the street? And we were telling him, we kept telling him the street name. And then he was like, like, literally, that's what it sounded like. Right, Mary? It sounded like muffled. It was like, and you're like, I'm Because he had it through his car speaker, too. So. But I, I normally can't understand, like, my mom through the car speaker. I have a hard time understanding oh. anybody on the phone in general. Yeah, me too. That's oh. why I hate doing calls. Although, it was so bad. fun fact, if you call through FaceTime audio, it's yes. about 100 times clearer. Wow. Which is so weird. That's what I always, whenever I'm, no, like, a planned call is always through FaceTime audio for me. Huh. So I promise, like, those out listening, I promise you. I promise. <laughs> FaceTime audio. It's the future. It's yeah. the future. It's just clear. Seriously. Um, so, yes. why are we in Boston? We went yes. to a conference. Yes. Yes. Taylor. Oh, yes. to reiterate, we're all together for the first time. I said oh, this yeah. in the last podcast. This is the first time we've ever met in person. Yes. We've, yes. we've known each other for, I think our estimation is, is 2015? Yes. End of 2018 um, or 20, early 2016? 2016. Oh. Not early 2016. It was like late 2016. Because I met most of the people I know through Beam. In late 2015, like Ellie, Victoria, GN, we're all uh, 2015. That was from the when I was at the end of Casey Neistat's videos when I met like the all majority of the people. I don't, I don't remember us meeting. I remember us knowing each other. <laughs> I don't remember meeting. Um, I don't know, but maybe, we like about we'll say mid 2016. Yeah, so, so it's about two, two, two years, years and some change. Yeah, but this yeah. first time we've ever met, which is insane, which is crazy. We've yeah. done probably. So many seven things Seven podcasts. Yeah. So many things. You've done, you've done seven podcasts. You've done like so many collaborations. We have a group chat called Top mm-hmm. Underdogs. I don't remember when that came about. This but I year. feel like it fits now because of the dog at this place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the dog at this place. We're in the cutest little Airbnb. Oh, and paint picture, there's Mary. a resident. What does it look like? It's on my social somewhere. But anyway, there's like a resident pug. And the, the poor thing. It never it happens very rarely, but Isn't like it happened Lola? last night and then it happened like twenty <laughs> minutes ago where literally we just thought it took its last breath. Imagine imagine having a really strong sneeze, but all you have to let it out is it's a like, straw. Rah! You have a straw to sneeze out of. It sounds it's like, like <laughs> it's something out of So we had some it's yeah. very, like, we had some gift exchanges. It was how uh, we communicate that. Some gift exchanges. Yeah, it was like so good. So now, top oh. underdog, which originally was, we're going to be on top of the underdogs. Now it's got a new meaning. <laughs> now and it's local. It's strictly just emphasize on the dog portion. Just <laughs> call like the Lola. The Lola, the Lola dog, the Lola, the Lola dog, pug. something like that. Lola pug. She's a sweetie. Lola sneeze. Lola sneeze. <laughs> it's it's a sneeze. I don't know. All I, I know is know. it's painful. It was yeah. really painful. Oh, but that's our Airbnb. that's our Airbnb. Uh, the Wi-Fi here is called the tube, which I'm a, I'm assuming refers to the house. Yes, because it's, it's a, a tube. It's just a tube, straight up. It's oh. like four stories. 
one, two, oh three, my four. Gosh, yeah, yeah, four stories. If you include the basement, which a lot of cities have that, it's almost it's almost yeah. not a basement, but it's kind of you go down, it's like a little Storage. floor downstairs. Yeah, like extra room, yeah. probably where the like, washer and dryer is. And all yeah, that. probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, so that's the tube. Yeah, it's a really cool and really pretty area too i think we're in a south bay we're south bay south bay south end or back bay south bay oh usually snapchat has (laughs) no i think it's just back bay it's where the conference i see i don't know boston very well like i know this is is your first boston this is my first this this is my first boston this is, this is her first very first Boston. <laughs> yeah, I've been here a couple of times, but uh, granted, I was like younger. Oh, this one says South End. South End. South End. South End twice. There we go. In two oh, okay. South End. So South End, Boston. My bad. Very close to, like the harbor, or the yeah. water at least. It's not the same harbor. The that water. We went to. We're, we're very close <laughs> to the water. Yeah. Walking distance water. not as close. It's like tw- yeah. twenty minutes walking. Yeah. Y'all, I'm bringing up back the on cast. We just got to. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Put it away. This is like a slight little tangent, but I am dying right now because literally my angle is like um, the neighbor from like Home Improvement (laughs) where you just see the eyes of of what's his name. Did we say that already? Did we say the pillows? I don't think we did. Yeah, we talked talked about the pillows, but my my view is literally like just like the eyes. So it's literally like that in Home Improvement, the neighbor that looks over the fence that you never see his face. That's how we all see each other. We're in the same room. Sort of like we have our own little sections to we're, get that. We're trying to audio. like, yeah, we're trying to get the audio so, best we can. Hard to believe, but we're t- we're twelve minutes in. Oh we haven't goodness. even mentioned the co- conference, co- whatever. The conference. The conference. conference. I'm happens. impressed with that. I feel I'm I'm enjoying wow, the conversation yeah. already. No, it's great. But it's great. Um, yeah, I guess we can transition to it though. Um, you do it. Sweet. Take it away, Mary. Take it away. I will try. Spotlight. Okay, so today we. Attended um, Hyper Growth, which is a conference put on by Drift. Uh, we talked about a little so bit. So the before. lineup, I don't know about chronologically because they're kind of all over the place. But I'll just deal with what they have on their uh, their website. Um, so there's jo- is it Jocko? Yeah, Jocko Willink. The guy spelt it wrong or said it wrong. The, yeah, the keynote guy. Which I mean, you know, it's, it a, it's a weird last name. So Jocko, uh, there was Casey Neistat, Grant Cardone. Ali Reisman, Reisman, um, Barney. I heard it pronounced both ways. Yeah, I think it's Reisman. I've said Reisman, but it could be either. Who knows? Barney Waters, Molly Graham, Chaka Pilgrim, George Foreman the Third, Ryan Deese, Amy Morin, Mike Volp, right? Volpe. Volpe. Or Volpe or Volpe. Paul English and David. Cancel. cancel. It's spelled like cancel. I was like cancel. David yeah. cancel. If you're, guy just said it wrong. David cancel. If you're listening to this, what's up, man? Someone said favorite his two name of wrong? my tweets. Said whose name's wrong? But who said his name wrong? David cancel said Jocko Wilnick. Oh, like a more Russian oh. instead Jocko. of Willink. So, but that was our lineup for today, and it was actually very, very impressive. Very impressive. The um, first speaker, I think. She would have been a lot better as the second or third. Yes. She was not super energetic, but she had a great story. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a lull for the first speaker. But that was it was Amy Morin, mm-hmm. who's the author of 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. And it was great content. And she had a crazy story. Yeah. And it just was poorly placed. And kind of overshadowed. Yeah. Very think, overshadowed. Yeah. She should have so been too. mid-pack. That's exactly. Yeah. She should have been post-break first speaker. Yes. After the 11 o'clock break, first speaker. Yeah, Agreed. 100%. But 
yeah, she had such a insane story and you can like understand where she was coming from the entire time. And but she also made it relatable. Yeah, she made it relatable. And you never once like felt sorry for her either. The yeah. way she said it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, she what was it? Her, she got married yes. and her mom died. Yes. Then her husband died. Yes. Then she got remarried and her husband's dad got cancer and died. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. The very like spark note version of that. Yes. Basically. Um, yeah. Very. Yeah. Super spark note. She obviously yeah. told it better because she lived it. But yeah. She's but, a light or she's a, uh, a licensed therapist. Yes. That was, that's her profession. But she wrote a book mm-hmm. and she gave it was the 13 things mentally strong people don't do. But and she gave all 13. Um, but I didn't write those down, but I bet I know who did. <laughs> and let's transition. We don't, yeah, we don't have to say all of them, I guess. Maybe I wrote down just the ones that I liked. Yeah, how about we go over those? Okay. Well, okay. I'll, let me just go ahead and just take it. Uh, oh, the okay, I wrote this down as a stat. She said that men don't like alone time. That was yeah. one of her stats. She said 70% of, uh, 70% of men prefer an electric shock over 15 minutes of alone time whereas women prefer that's crazy uh 20% of women prefer the electric shock over alone time which means yeah. 80% versus fifth what is that 20 30% math you know i can i can see where that's coming it's interesting i mean i guess it makes sense cuz men like to hide their feelings more. yeah it was right. interesting though um it's then crazy. she said don't waste energy on things you can't control that's a that's a simple concept that people overlook Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect immediate results. That's my on my little one takeaway yeah. per person. That was my big one. Don't ex- like she said. Don't expect immediate results. And learning from experiences, not textbooks, which is literally my life motto. That's yeah. why really I don't do school one. anymore because I want to learn from experience. That's yeah. good. Um, what is it? The oh, she basically read the whole book. Oh yeah, th- I wrote that she basically read the whole book. Um, but she's got a book. Thirteen things mentally strong people don't do. And it's like a, just like a life guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very wise. Very yes. wise. And like a, what's the word? She's li- She learned through experience as opposed to through just pure knowledge. Right. Like yeah. Knowing. I mean, textbook kind of, like she said, through experience. She said that her eyes were most open when she was put into turmoil or trial or whatever, as mm-hmm. opposed to what she learned through yeah therapy where she had to start taking her own advice yeah for sure which not a lot of people do and that was cool that she mentioned that and she was like oh i need to take my own advice yes 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 Yes. good girl Um, yeah i also like her thought she says like don't give away their power so meaning like basically like changing your language like when you're saying like oh this person like makes me crazy um she's like does it make you crazy or is like like does is that person controlling how you're acting like don't make people control how you act so you should be like controlling that so um i liked that um did we say what the conference was so the conference is i don't think we ever did no the conference is a a marketing and sales event or like kind of it's called hyper it's called hyper we did say the name but it's it's a business outlook on marketing and presented sales. by Drift. Which presented is by a, Drift. A, um, if you don't know what Drift is, it's a bot company. So if you've ever bought something, <laughs> if you ever bought something like on Facebook or like had like a messenger on Facebook like pop up and start talking to you, 
Um, and it sounded like a real person, but it really was just like very quick and automated. That's um, what they specialize. That's, that's what, what they, they announced. I don't even know if they specialize in that. Conversational marketing. Yeah. Is that what they specialize? Yes. Because in their little keynote, it sounded like that's what they just came out with was conversational speech. Because the book. Which is weird is because. Because they technically have been doing it for a while. Like. Two and a half years? Yeah. But maybe it's like a more, what it seemed like is it was a more advanced version. Granted, I don't know, like. Definitely need to look into it. Yeah. I love, we uh, we went to a little VIP party after and a guy came over from Drift that came and sat down while we were eating. Mm-hmm. And he seemed like super authentic about how great the business was. Yeah. And how much he enjoyed it. He was a computer engineer that went from aerospace, or no, yep. aerospace yes. or aeronautics? Yep. Like, yes, space. aerospace. Aerospace engineering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to this job and he said that it's a night and day difference but that he very much enjoys it yeah so that's the kind of place that put on this event yes and that was the first speaker that was the first speaker Mm -hmm. um one more thing before we leave her yes um like how she says don't feel like the world owes you anything um don't expect immediate results yes my favorite thing yeah and progress doesn't happen in a straight line i like that oh yeah because I feel like most of our progress in general is not happening in the state line. It's super it's like bumpy. It's the stock market. Sometimes it's like backwards. You're like, where am I going? I'm going backwards. And so I liked that a lot. Yes. Yes. Cool. Who wants to do the next one? The oh. next one was... What was the next Ryan one? Ryan Deese. Oh. I loved him yes. so you know, much. Do you want to look at my notes and try to decipher I have a ton of notes. Handwriting? As well. You can't decipher my handwriting. Check okay. hers. Because she's got everything. <laughs> I bet that you'll see mine and <laughs> see some keywords and be like, "Oh, I remember what that oh, was." Oh, you're good. I can read it. Um, so Ryan Deese is a C is the CEO. Uh, da, da, da. It's been it's late, super late. Don't okay, worry, it is. He is the CEO of DigitalMarketer.com. Um, he talked about how a brand is not just a name or it's not just a look. Yes. It's how it's a character. So he did a lot of analogies comparing, like, Spider-Man and Superman and, like, all these different, like, Pixar characters to brands. Which I think the reason we all liked him, like, you said that you wanted to be an animator first, right? Yes. And then you, Taylor kind of dabbles in film, and then I come from a film background. I think that that was just our most relatable one. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Professional. Just kidding. I think we can all agree from the people that we didn't know. I think across the board that might have been our favorite. Yeah, I think so. And I think yeah. he had the most, like, he. I don't want to say potent, but like informative. Like, yeah. po- like the potent one was the last one. That was intense. And it was something, I mean, like, have y'all heard the storytelling aspect of marketing? Like, it's like a yeah. pretty like it's what's the word it's like an oversold yeah well it's yeah yeah, i would say yeah oversold but the way he presented it Mm -hmm. was so much different and more understandable and it was definitely through like a different analogy so the way he explained a brand was through a character diamond which Mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone wrote down the character diamond yeah 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 um it's here (laughs) mbd go for it mary Oh my if goodness. You can read my if you can read garbage. it. Otherwise, I've got um, So, basically, what Character Diamond does, it breaks down a character into four traits, basically. Based off a diamond? Um, based off a diamond. North, south, east, west. So, so, when you're writing a character, and he compared yeah. all this kind of also to screen writing, 
Um, I mean, like, I learned this in my screenwriting class. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. It, with a screenwriting, like, intention, not a branding intention. So that was interesting. Yeah. So, right. so when you're when you're starting to write this character, when you're starting to characterize your brand, um, you start with your primary trait, and that is the thing that sticks out the most. Yes. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Like, it's um, it's just like what is it's your power. It's, he called yeah. it the. Uh, your mutation yeah your mutation. your mutation like what makes well what makes his, you his example you? was superman and superman's mutation is that he's like got superpowers that's Man like his big steel. big main thing yeah we'll use superman as the main as the example because that was that made total sense mm-hmm. to me i love the sherlock holmes oh one, sherlock that was holmes the funniest was thing oh but um so you start with that that is like what you want to characterize yourself as and that is like what people see you as and that's the top of the diamond and that is the top of the diamond the point north um the north star across, yeah the north star the um the next point is called the counter star which is what was that? It was like it's basically your secondary. Just your weakness. It's now, your weakness. Wait, it's the one that con- it's contradicts. It's what contradicts you. So, because in his example, Superman was. Kryptonite. Are we talking about the bottom? Because the yeah. bottom is the secondary character trait. I thought that, that was the weakness. No, that's the left one. No, the left one's what makes him human. Like left one is he's like he's kind of shy and quirky. I have yeah. it written down as the left one is the quirk mask flaw. I think I wrote. Yeah, and then I have the and right. The, the counter star is is still what contradicts the first one. Yeah. Um, it says because it, it basically it's well, a okay. confliction between so, two main traits. Yes. So the how the diamond works just in general is that. Top and bottom contradict, left and right contradict each yeah. other. That what brings the tension in, and that what brings the interest, interesting parts of the character. Mm-hmm. That's what's that, the what that's was the, the quote drive. that he said? The big he said. Uh, uh, people he, crave. Or no, no, no. Uh, people look for a story but crave the character. Um. Yes. While humans love a good story, it's the characters that we create. Yes. So exactly. he talks about how people go out and they're like, "Oh, I want to go and see that movie." But uh, that was like the precursor to that was that all movies are pretty much the same. Yeah. And that after you see a movie, you're like, oh, that was kind of the same. But you love the character that was in it. Yes. Like you crave a good character from a movie. Which I never thought about it, but I'm like, yeah, like yeah. most of the things that we see and are yeah. created are all things that have been told over and over again. Yeah. But like the all reason the why. Which is like the same thing about how there's no such thing as originality. Right. Which Everything is just a retold. Before. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I think it's cool having because I, I you know like I work with with brands, I create brands. Like you know, being a graphic designer, like I'm very familiar with brand and you know brand guide, brand story, like all that stuff. And I've been so focused on well, brand is storytelling. Well, like yeah, I mean obviously, but like it's not just storytelling. Like your brand is your like is a character. I never thought of brand being a character. Mm-hmm. And so from there, it's like, well, what do you want that character to be like? Like, you're it's making it it's making something that's not human a human almost. Like have the human traits of like yeah. it's got yes. character, and like and it doesn't mean like it's perfect. Like because like what he said was like basically if you set yourself up to be like you have no like flaw or weakness. Then, like that's you know, like if if it happens, you can't relate. 
Well, yeah. And then it's like, if you have some sort of mess up, then it's like, people aren't expecting that. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, we're actually human. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like a balance of like, okay, you need to, you're going to have weakness as a brand, like, you know, whatever that may be. But I guess like, I just never thought about it in that, in that way of brands have weaknesses. They're not all perfect. Like, you know, we think of Apple as being this amazing brand. Nothing's wrong with it. Well, they, they have their own issues, you know, and I don't know. Sometimes they, sometimes they acknowledge them. Sometimes they don't, but yeah, you know, I don't know, something, something to think about. Um, what was the right side? The right the, was the non-negotiable. So the idea of non non-negotiable is like what like is your belief. It's that characters. What was it that there? He said a quote. It was the hill I'm prepared to die on. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. the thing that you're gonna like that character is, must have. It's beating that it's, dead horse over and over core. and over again. So it's core values. It's, yeah. So he he used a lot of superheroes in his examples, and so take like Spider Man. It's it's uh saving the innocent yeah um and then what was the other one sherlock Holmes was um solving, solving the, puzzle. the puzzle um and then superman is justice yeah yeah and right so um i lost the page i'm sorry find it <laughs> um but yeah so i mean and that's and that kind of comes down to the brand's I mean, I mean, I'm going to call it a marketing statement because that's what I'm used to. Um, but it's basically what you can kind of break it down into the one thing that defines your brand. Yes. Narrowing down. No, that, he wasn't the narrowing down, but it was in a sense, like just honing in on your brand, mm-hmm. their strengths, weaknesses, human aspect, and their diana hill right and they're diana hill what they're fighting (laughs) what they're fighting for yeah right so it it was just a very easy way to follow and understand yeah and he delivered it so well yeah yeah exactly funny um (laughs) relatable not super cocky yeah yeah he was very down to earth yeah I like what he said. He says, your customers won't trust you until they know who you are, warts and all. Yes. Which I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I think I retweeted that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a cool, yeah. cool concept to remember. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's that's Ryan Deese. Ryan Deese. Ryan Deese. Right. Who was the next one that was up? Shaka? It was Shaka. Shaka Pilgrim. She was one that she was just very entertaining to listen to. She's the the music executive for Rock Nation, Island Def Jam, Atlantic Records, and Virgin Records. So she works with. She was talking. She talked about Jay Z a whole lot, and then she talked about J Cole and some others. A few other artists that are on that label. On that same. But she's pay grade. super <laughs> humble. Super humble. And she talked like I mean, like they were just like buddies. Mm-hmm. Just like little little friends, hanging yeah. out. But they had it was a fireside style. So instead of her giving a speech, like speaking in front of everybody, she was just answering questions from a um, moderator. Moderator, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was interesting because the guy who was interviewing her was a DJ and apparently a very influential DJ. Yeah, in Boston. In Boston, so he also knows many of these artists too. So he's also coming from kind of like that group and like understanding background worth 
exactly. Um, right. It was it was kind of interesting because they got kind of went back to like how she first begun and she was kind of just like you just have to keep going and going yeah. and going and just work um and i think that was a kind of a whole conference motto is yeah. basically you just go um and you work you have like you have a goal but also there's a lot of things that you have no idea like what could happen so it's mm-hmm. like graphs opportunities where they come yeah uh when they come and and run with them yeah Yeah. and she also talked or the kind of in a sense the never being like content and always Mm -hmm. striving for more yes Mm -hmm. with the um we mentioned it in the first podcast with her reaching out to film so she's in the music industry but she Mm -hmm. is trying to branch out to film to kind of just try things because try something new yeah just try something new yeah and continue to work hard at something new and build from the ground up from like scratch, mm-hmm. which was interesting, like great to hear from somebody who's very successful and she's not getting, uh, Casey Neistat said that before, not getting comfortable yeah. with mm-hmm. the fear of comfort. She yeah. just wants to always strive for thing, new things and she, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. I also like how she was like so open, like he was like, uh, or she kind of basically was like, you guys can just email me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she yeah, was like, like literally. And she said it so fast. She's like, just email me at whatever, whatever. Yeah. She was okay. like, literally. She's just, like, like my send name me at blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. and she's like, yeah, like I try and respond to like all my emails, which is like, I don't even know how she does it. But like, I just think that's really cool that she's offering herself. Like, and she was the one who talked about like, which we talked about in the last podcast, which, which was like, you know, asking people who like know more than you for advice and so she was basically like she was living up to her advice in terms of she was willing to give advice to whoever Mm -hmm. wanted it which i think is something that not a lot of speakers and or big music producing type people are willing to give it's a lot of who you know and you know Mm -hmm. secret trade secrets yeah yeah. Not a lot of, hey, I can give you some assistance and, you know, um, help on whatever you're working on. So I thought that was kind of unique about her. Yeah. Yeah. She was great to listen to. Yeah. For sure. Because mm-hmm. you can tell that she loves what she does and it's not like a hassle for her, which is a weird thing to say. But like there's some people that you can tell like work is work, but she's like work is what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Right. Um. Then there was Paul English, who's the CTO of Lola and the founder of Kayak.com, and then plenty of other ones. The main takeaway I got from him was the importance of nonprofit and, like, altruism just in general, which he was another one that I didn't really take away much from him, but he was super entertaining to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the the theme with the people that I didn't get to take away. At least they were super entertaining, and I I enjoyed... hearing their story yeah because he came up and he just talked about the nonprofits he's been working for and like the charities he's been giving to his his i think if you had a takeaway is if you're in the position um do your best to do your best to die poor yeah yeah he also went into uh mentors yes he talked about his mentors and yeah the that stuff 
Also, the importance of connecting with the people you want to impact. Mm-hmm. Um, with one of his organizations, they work directly with the homeless. And yeah. they were saying how like it wouldn't have been as successful had they not like involved the homeless. Like They do a walk in Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. The but Winter Walk. The Winter Walk. And um, they basically have, it's with homeless people. And I'm assuming it's kind of similar to any other sort of walk. But you raise money. And then you do this two-mile walk along Boston Commons. Yep. Yeah. And um, it's with it's with homeless people. And then they have this whole event. And there's this homeless um, choir, choir, which is like, that blows my mind. It's super cool. Um, so it's basically, I mean, you know, and they're connecting directly with these people and asking them, like, what do they need, you know? Yeah. It's and, just... I, and I love how he's done local and yeah. abroad. He was talking, yeah. Yeah. He has very much central Boston and then very much global. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, the, I mean, it's just a prime example of how literally you can help everyone. Yes. Um, and that was very admirable and very intriguing too yeah 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 um then 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 yeah so yeah that was almost as short as his speech too (laughs) yeah literally about the same yeah (laughs) um then we have grant cardone oh boy okay which this one we talked about in the last podcast uh fast forward a little bit after his uh his speaking whatever Mm -hmm. engagement the twitter feed kind of went crazy about how the like the way he treated his wife and the way some of the things he was saying and it was just kind of like a a controversial thing um so that's that's the kind of what you go into he's a very intense person they introduced him as being the best uh online marketer like in the world i think they said Mm mm-hmm and I have, he has a very recognizable face, but I'm not sure if it's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Or, like, one of his tactics was just, like, beat advertisement until everybody knows who you are. So there's a mm-hmm. chance maybe I've just seen him in advertisements and I recognize the face. Yeah, yeah probably. But best-selling author. He had eight books and he he mentioned that he wrote a couple of them in, like, three hours. One of them in, like, a day. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So he's definitely a guy that just creates content. Yeah. But it, I mean, he also created, like, even though he's kind of arrogant, it sounded like he knows, like, in, in his mind, he's helping. Or he knows he will help. Yeah. But his tactics are just... Brutal. Nonchalant. Yeah, very brutal. Yeah. It's it's brutal, yeah. but it's also, like, you kind of expect that out of... His type? <laughs> I don't want to say kidding. that, but it's... Very The salesy. position that he got himself into... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I mean, it was a. This is a talk that kept on kind of coming up in our conversation tonight. Every once in a while, we kind of went into depth, like by ourselves. But um, as controversial as he was, he still drove very good points. Yeah, we which, talked about that, and which I have some written down. Yes, yes, we talked about how you can choose to take what you want and what not to. Just you gotta go in with an open mind, which the the conference started out with a uh, disclaimer about how they were like, "Hey, we've got some speakers that you may not agree with, but yeah. here they are." And yeah. it know. was more of like a we challenge you to come in with an open mind. Yeah, and that, which is what I tried still a to. Ball. Yeah, and still try to understand 
which some of the points and some of you know like where these speakers are coming from um i think there's i mean if he stopped his speech at three quarters we would have been fine yeah i think there's a point in time where he took off his uh sports coat and that's when it got real that's when it got got real. real But um, it's it's also interesting because if we go back to the first, well, was it the yeah the first one where she was talking about like, um, of like people affecting you. Yeah, it, um, people, uh, it's like don't let people like, um, basically like don't let people control how you are. So it's like. Don't say, like, this person made me mad or made me crazy or so whatever. That, it's that, your decision. That's the irony in it's this whole decision. thing is, like, we went on Twitter and we saw so much, like, so many hate tweets about this guy. And, like, right before that, we heard a speech of, like, hey, like, be open. <laughs> yeah. Don't let people control your thoughts or, like, that kind of thing. You're your own being. Yeah. And to see so many people hate on Drift because of the speaker was ridiculous. Yeah. It was, like, un- it was. The CEO at the end of the program had to come outside, uh, out on stage and apologize. And there was to a big us. clapping. Which he should and have there's, there's, like, cheers and that. I'm he like, should have never had to do that. I'm sorry. Sorry. Like, you're supposed to go in with an open mind. There was a disclaimer. Yeah. You would assume that you would go into an open with an open mind anyway at a yeah. networking conference, right. marketing yeah. conference. But, but that know. and that's like the other thing that bugged me. A lot of these mindsets I saw on Twitter was that Very they for me. It was just Very it PC. was like what was me Very PC. PC and it's like yeah he did not say some great things. Like there's a lot of things I was like, are you kidding me? You just said that. But it's like okay, that's done and over with. We can move on. Well. Um, but the, the it's just like the other thing. Um, I'm kind of like losing my thought. Hang on. <laughs> um, I mean, for us as like, I'm just thinking of this in terms of our podcast. Um, <clears throat> like what I like about how like we've all we all kind of came to this conclusion when we were talking about it. But basically, like we weren't offended. I mean, there were some things we were like, okay, that was rough. We were like, that's kind of yeah, a little right. over the top. But it, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was offended. Right. But like we went in with an open mind. And I think that's how we approach a lot of things on our podcast is like um, part of it is like we want to challenge people to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people can forget about that, especially in this day and age where it's like we're so quick to point fingers, which is also a topic that That we talked about later. Yeah, Yeah, we're so quick to point fingers and blame other people for stuff that we make up and make. You know, a lot of the times it was like we, we, you know, what people were saying on Twitter, they made him out to be like purposefully saying or like certain things that he said meant this or that. Like they assigned meaning to things that he said, which he may not even have meant. Not that I'm saying this guy's like a great dude, but, you know, also like. I don't want to like completely blame him for yeah. a bunch of like outrageous tweets. Like. Yeah, because I'm not condoning like no, not half condoning. of the things he was saying, but no. <clears throat> at the same time, it's cardoning. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's just when I see a tweet, it's like this is just an epic fail of a conference. Like yeah. right off the bat, like I'm sorry, he's like the fourth speaker. Like yeah, and it's like yeah, you're not going to agree with everyone. Like, yeah. that's the world. I'm yeah. sorry. But, like, to bash 
I, I don't know. I think I'm taking more like on the side of drifts right now. I'm not even talking yeah. about like that. It's just like why like they're putting on this amazing conference and like one thing you don't agree on and you're just instantly like, oh, I hate this. This is awful. You're condoning like this and blah, blah, blah. Like everything mm-hmm. is awful. It's like, no, like chill and enjoy and get and it's like there was another point that's like an, another speaker like what taylor brought up is that mm-hmm. like an open mind and you learn from people you don't know and you don't, and what don't was it? agree with and don't agree with yeah like, i learn the most from people that i don't agree with yeah yes and i have friends that i don't agree with but i don't agree with my friends but like <laughs> i have friends where i like we don't agree on things at all no, like, I mean, there's some things we agree on, but like, there's some things <laughs> we that we got it. We got it. Too. There's the common <laughs> we ground. Hate there's a common ground somewhere, but you don't agree with everything. Of course. With everything. Yeah, but like, yeah, there's no. some things where you're like, oh, we have completely different views. If but you agree I'm with everything, with you. then you're a psychopath. Yeah, that'd be a little scary. Or you're just a pushover. Or you're a pushover, and then you don't yeah, aren't trusted. But, but yeah, all that being said, either way, he did have some good points. He did. Taylor has some. I do. Um, yeah, I actually wrote a lot about this one, which, like... Well, the most written. He, well, the thing is that he started off strong. He started, he started off real strong. And very... And well, he, he it was rough, it was, it was but I, it's like I adapted it. Tough love. Kind of like uh, yeah. Gary Vee in a way, but once mm-hmm. you know Gary Vee, you're like, oh, this is great. But yeah. old, like, when you first listened to him. I, I adapted. I didn't write down everything he said, some things I was like, hmm. But, um, I like the thing that he says, don't keep things small. Yeah, market says, to don't, the world. That's don't what I wrote think down. small because like, and I'm thinking in terms of like what I've done is like, especially with this podcast is like we could easily think small and be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do anything to really promote this podcast. I'm not going to reach out to people like Ben Higgins or, you know, other big um, names. Like I'm just going to stay in my little box and I'm going to reach out to my friends and like because we're like not a big podcast and like this, this, that I could like easily put us in a small box. But it's like, okay, don't think small, think big. Like, we need to, you know, does that mean doing more marketing? Probably. I mean, that's something that we, we have to look into and do. And um, I don't know. I like, I really liked that. Um, another thing he said that was really good was, um, like, add follow-through and follow-up to digital. Mm-hmm. So, like, you won't survive as one person behind a desk generating this quote-unquote company that you have. You need to be able to scale your business, and to do that, you need to be a actual human. And, like, that means going in front of investors. That means going, you know, marketing to people, like, directly, like, you know, cold calling people. Like, there's, you know, it's not just emails behind a desk. It's, like, you have to put a face behind what you're doing. Yeah. His tagline he wrote was, add tradition to digital. Like, keep the tradition in old sales to your digital marketing yeah. And just things will add up and yeah. multiply. Mm-hmm. I think he was right on the money on that. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Um, become familiar with people who would never buy your product. I think that's really interesting because, like, you don't hear people say, hey, like, think about the other people who would never even see your product, never even, like, you know, like, even come in contact with your product. So, like, try and market to those people and just, like, see what happens. I think that was really interesting. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but I've never heard that said before. So I was like, I'm going to write that down and, like, see how that can yeah. even apply. Um, but it, I think it's also maybe don't put yourself in such a segmented box in this, like, day and age where we're trying to, like, 
hone in on our like specific age group and well i need to have my target market is this or that and like i think it's you know kind of in rejection of that a little bit what was interesting um, is he wasn't saying cater to these groups he was saying no make all these different groups want your thing yes like want your product right so don't make them know you yeah Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What was in it? a he good said, way uh, or a bad way? That's the whole point. His thing was people like, buy from people they know. Yeah. So that that mm-hmm. was kind of his one thing was like, uh, push till you get what till the wait push till you get what you want. Like kind of just go until people know your face, no matter what it takes. So like he yeah. would do mm-hmm. marketing, and if it didn't work, he would do it again. And if it didn't work, he would do it again. And just. Pushing uh, things until people just saw his face. Yeah, I like when he says, risk people not liking you to get people to like you. Yeah. So it's meaning, like, put your put whatever it is, you, yourself, your, pro- uh, your product, like, you know, market it, whatever, and continue to put it in front of people. And, like, even if that means that, like, someone's going to, like, want to unfollow you or whatever. I mean, don't be obnoxious. Like, he is obnoxious. But, like... Yeah. You know, find that balance, but like, don't be afraid to be promoting your stuff. Um, and if someone's not gonna like that, then they're that's you know, they're what did he say? He was like, you know, bye, like, you know, I don't need you anyway. There's a billion more people in the world, we'll get more on the list. He kept saying, hit the list, hit the list, hit the list, hit the list. list. (laughs) You got a list, we have the list, so we can hit it, hit the list. And then he kept doing the oh, yeah, rings together on the the, in the mic, hand clapping. Awful. One of my favorite things that's kind of funny but also interesting was it's easier to delete an email than unsubscribe. Yes. So if you, if you hit the list and you keep emailing your your list of people that are on that, it's if you just eventually they'll just give in because it's easier. It's so hard to unsubscribe from something that instead they just keep deleting it. So eventually they'll they'll take <laughs> sure. the time to read it. Bless you. Excuse Bless me. you. Sorry about that. <laughs> and yeah. So that's yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty much... That's pretty much like how I, I don't want to give him too much time. But, I, thought, uh, I mean, he's good. I think it was good. the wrong, it was wrong message had, for the specific he crowd. He had the wrong approach. Wrong approach. Yeah, the wrong approach. But um, it's very car salesman like. Yeah, you guys are familiar That's with fair. car salesman. That's yeah, how it was. Which is, you know, fine. But like, not it wouldn't be like our style of marketing. Yeah. But when you go to a marketing conference, you got to know all of the strategies. So Yeah, that's you know. why I thought it was beneficial to the Same. conference. Yeah. It had different like varying tactics. Yeah. Yes. We're exactly. only halfway through the group. We're only halfway through. Oh my goodness. We're going to do a part 2. No, yeah. no, no. What time is it? Oh, uh, we got we're at 50 minutes. Um We could do a part 2. We could do a part like 2 tomorrow. Yeah. And Or morning? are you saying do it tomorrow? I mean now. Stop this one. Do it now. Oh, uh, I mean, or just muscle it through. We could do we it can now. Muscle. We can muscle it. We All right, it. we're gonna hit you with part two. Yeah, you just um, heard the live decision. Live decision. I know it's oh, great. About we're gonna Casey do this podcast. Neistat's coming at yeah. you. Ali Raisman is coming at you. George Foreman the third. Yes, Grand um, President Jocko Willis. Yeah, so... Um, we got some goldies coming in part two. Be on the lookout. Yeah, we're just really yeah. excited to share this information with you guys. Like, yes. We had so much fun learning. Yeah. And I uh, can't wait to pick this back up. Yeah. Yes. Go listen to part two. Yay.
Peace out. A-Town. <laughs> <laughs> you did that last time. <laughs> <laughs>